0: It, even though it's the same every time
1: i know i had a note card at one point but i think it's like in a pile on the floor over there
0: well at least you've memorized yours i think it, more for <laughs> me it's just like if i mess up for some reason it's there for me
1: <laughs> gotcha fair hello everyone
0: hello everyone and welcome to episode 22 of the egg sausage podcast i am gg Naviar, joined by my lovely co-host over there the dapper dame and tonight, we are chatting about one of our favorite topics. I don't know how we haven't done this topic yet,
1: but tattoos. I don't know,
0: I don't know either. But uh, our, our love for tattoos, our passion for tattoos, uh, and so on and so forth. I actually thought of a question just right off the bat because I wanted to kind of uh, bring a little bit more of like the family factor into, into tattooing because none of my extended family really is tattooed at all. Uh, really? None of my immediate family is really tattooed. But I wanted to ask you, what did your parents think of your very first tattoo when you came home and you were like, look, mom and dad, or did you even do that? Did you try to hide it?
1: So two things. My first tattoo was a colossal fucking mistake. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And yes, I did try to hide it. Absolutely. I think I was successful up until like I moved out, and then, like other family members saw it, and they're like, "What is wrong with you? honestly like <laughs> really? Um, so I think that we talked about this at some point. we did with like the wedding rings and the bad luck and shit, so I had right. somebody's initials tattooed on me right um, and a big fucking heart
0: oh, that i and I forgot that was your first one.
1: it was my first tattoo, and I did it myself <laughs> with. Sharpie ink and a sewing needle 10 out of 10 don't recommend don't ever do that to yourself but I did it I did (laughs) stick and poke and it looked okay it looked okay but it was like I was 16 or less than that but yeah anyways it was it was bad it was bad it was a bad first tattoo
0: (laughs) well my first one uh I don't know if you you guys it's they're sort of a relevant band ish I guess still nowadays but you guys if you know uh the, the band alkaline trio their, mm-hmm. their classic logo. I got it on the inside of my arm. Pretty small. You know, nothing crazy. And I had, I guess at that point, I was 18. So, you know, did, did the legal route and all that. Okay. But I guess at that point in time, like, my relationship with my parents was pretty good. Like, we had gotten over the whole, like, me messing up in high school phase. So, we were good. And I was like, I felt comfortable enough to show them my first tattoo. And so I get home and I take off the bandage because it's that fresh. It's that fresh. And I show my mom. I She's like, oh, that's so cool. You got a tattoo. And I was like super surprised. I was like, what? You think that's you said cool? I'm like, no, no, you didn't. That's that's crazy. And my dad was like, oh, OK, you know, like don't hate it. Don't love it. But he's like, whatever, you know, cool, I guess. <laughs> and That's
1: awesome. That's like the best you could hope for.
0: It really, it really absolutely was. Because my sister, who's five years younger than me, she does have some tattoos, but not mm-hmm. a lot. Um, she definitely got a, you know, she got it easier because I had paved the way, so to speak, as a lot of older siblings do for, for younger siblings. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. But uh needless to say, the more and more that I got, the more that they were just like. God damn it. Stop. <laughs> and yeah. Do you have any
1: like tattoos you regret or have you gotten a cover up?
0: I've never gotten a cover up. I have thought about covering up one thing and it's the word genuine on the back of my arm. And the oh, only reason. It's
1: written in like that like old English font. No, I it's think. not
0: old English, but I in hindsight, I I hated the font um, and I wish I I would have not done it vertically i wish i would have done it horizontally and i wish i would have done it in a different font so that's the only tattoo that i've considering covering up have you okay. ever thought about getting anything laser removed yes really
1: yeah dude because uh, it's like a fresh piece of untattooed skin pretty much like yeah there are some leftover pigments and you're probably mm. gonna tattoo over it anyways yeah But like I have so many tattoos from like my hood rat days (laughs) and so many of them were done by like kitchen magicians, like not in a parlor. I
0: love that term. Um,
1: (laughs) You've never heard that before? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So like if you know somebody who has like an uncle who like bought a kit offline or just got out of jail and like did tattoos. Kitchen magician. Yeah.
0: Kitchen magician. Love it.
1: (laughs) Most of my tattoos were done by those dudes. Mm. Um, so there was no such thing as like a stencil or an outline or anything. I was like, all right, you want, you want this thing approximately oh. here? Yeah. We'll just, we'll just put it there. Right. Just, and then just, this they just kind of wing it is tank throwing a party. Yeah.
0: He's throwing a party. I apologize to anyone that can hear him <laughs> crashing.
1: Hey bud.
0: I'm so sorry guys.
1: <laughs> You're totally fine. Um, so yeah, I've never gotten anything laser, but I, I do have two cover-ups. Um, okay. Because I did two stick and poke tattoos on myself, and I just wanted to like cover those.
0: So did you get the uh, the original, the the one yes. that you got? Okay, you got that one covered up.
1: I did get it covered up, but like not by a good artist, mm. and not by a good tattoo. Uh-oh. So,
0: <laughs> so, um, so can you cover yeah. up a cover-up?
1: I don't know. Because this, so I was talking to the guy who did my chest piece, which is my favorite tattoo. It's like really amazing. 10, beautiful. Really it's beautiful. amazing. Yeah. I'm getting another tattoo by that artist tomorrow, actually. Sweet. Um, but he said that there's this thing, they call it like sandblasting or white blasting, something like that, because the tattoo that I have as a cover-up is a black and green sun. Okay. And I didn't really pick the colors. He just he wasn't that proficient at cover-ups so he's like well if you make it solid black it'll cover it and i was like right okay and i was like 17 so i was like yeah just color it solid black so like the heart was like probably a third of my thigh so he made the sun a little bit bigger so that's like half of my thigh oh wow i think it was like a seven hour tattoo of just like packing in black
0: that's yeah Yeah. that's a lot of ink that is a lot
1: It's really like simple, almost like tribal looking. And it has like the classic squiggles that come off of it. And it alternates black and green and black and green. Yeah. Um, and as like, you go towards like the side of my thigh, they get like drastically longer. The ones towards like my inner thigh are like way shorter. Like it's,
0: yeah, (laughs) you guys get the picture.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's like, if you drew it on like saran wrap and then like stretched it weird, you know?
0: Yeah. So, okay, first of all, you said sandblasting. I would sincerely hope that no one will want their skin to be sandblasted because if anybody is like a car guy or anything, you know what sandblasting does. You it do looks not. Sanding. Literally, it's taking compressed air and really fine sand or there's other types of, uh, they call it media, but there's like other stuff. Mm-hmm. You can use like, um, you can Soft. use like shells and stuff if you're doing like a lighter blast. Or you can use baking soda for like a lighter blast. But if you want to do like heavy duty like paint stripping, you get it Mm -hmm. sandblasted.
1: Uh, I mean that'll probably take off a tattoo. (laughs)
0: That probably will also (laughs) take off the rest of your out like your skin period. (laughs) So uh, you know if you maybe it would be like scarification to the extreme.
1: (laughs) Have you seen that stuff?
0: It's gnarly, right?
1: I considered getting it. But I don't know if my skin would keloid or not, which means like if you have like, let's say you did two shallow parallel lines Mm -hmm. and when they form scar tissue, which is basically what this is, um, instead of a tattoo, sometimes like people have this gene that makes you keloid. So those two scars would either connect to each other or they would puff up and be like huge and, you know, like misshapen.
0: What? Determines if you if that happens is it just genetics?
1: Just hereditary, yeah.
0: Okay, huh? I've never heard of that. More
1: prone to it.
0: I don't know if I love anything enough on this earth to get anything scarred. Maybe Tank's face.
1: (laughs) I wouldn't even do that. That'd look like a horror movie. Yeah, it would. It would. (laughs) I just remember seeing that on like some like taboo show back in the MTV days or something.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I've seen a ton of it online. I mean, there's no shortage of it on certain Instagram accounts. I mean, mm-hmm. it's I think it's still plenty popular in like the more hardcore body mod scene. There's no shortage Probably. of people. Yeah, there's no shortage of people doing it. Um, and I can only imagine that they look at tattooing as just kind of like, like they, lightweight. Yeah, they're just they kind of scoff at it. They're just like, yeah, cool, man got a bunch of tattoos oh you tattooed your face cool well i have a scar like a giant scar or
1: like you ever <laughs> see the implants like the horns and things yeah like that? the dermal like they put like a, a dermal plate in there and you can yeah. like screw a horn onto it yeah totally I, don't know if I could have something like a foreign object just like hanging out i think that that would bother me
0: it would bother me a lot and I,
1: I thought about just getting a tiny like little dermal like like on my cheekbone or something yeah um But I I think that would just drive me nuts. I think I would just try to pick it off like a scab or something.
0: Well, they don't have any of that type of stuff like regulated, correct? So like you remember like in the early days where they had um, breast augmentation and like some of the the materials that they would use for, you know, the implants would reject and like people have died from breast implants. But now the technology has advanced so much that it's like. I don't actually, I take that back. Do you know if breast implants are actually regulated now or not? I could be talking out of my ass on that one.
1: That I have no idea. Piercing wise. I know that they like you, if you go to like a legit place, like they're certified. So they know what's okay and what's not. And then any decent place will have like the stainless steel or like surgical steel, you know?
0: Oh, right. Right. Um, so stainless. You do
1: have Like back in the nineties, like I remember getting my ears pierced and it, I think it was like at, like a, a haircutting place or like Claire's or something like that where they'd do like a sure. gun like a crap. mall
0: yeah. a mall place yeah
1: yeah for like 5 bucks an ear or something like that yeah um but the earring that they put in there was like mixed metals it wasn't like anything pure so my ears turned green right and they got crusty and it was really gross and they like were swelling and i was like i don't know what's wrong and yeah. like my my mom took it out she saw it was green she's like oh you're allergic to this metal
0: I'm like mm. what?
1: why did they put it in there but yeah cheap jewelry has cheap metal
0: yeah for sure i'm sure i'm sure i like but i just wonder how many times people do get like i mean anything other than stainless steel because even i mean you go to
1: a non like certified or reputable place probably often well like do they
0: do they even use like stainless steel for some of the bigger stuff though
1: How big do you mean?
0: Like if let's say if you were like to get like a horn or whatever, like would that be a solid thing of stainless or would that be like a different material? Because it's a different material, I thought.
1: I feel like you would have to do something like surgical steel. Otherwise, like you just risk infection.
0: Well, I think that is... The sort of of like, if you do get a bigger implant, I think that is the stipulation. I don't know. If you guys know, please give us a comment on the YouTube video or shoot us a DM in the Discord or something because I'm actually curious or I'll just look it up on my own. But yeah, I I was always under the impression that some of those did not use a surgical steel and it could run the risk of being infected. And that was kind of the hardcore-ness if you want to say that uh, behind getting an implant, right? Like,
1: I feel like (laughs) if anything, like the rejection rate is high. Cause like even people I know that have gotten like, just like the little face dermal, they're like, yeah, it rejected. Or do you remember back in like the, like early to mid two thousands, like corset piercings were really huge. Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm. Um, Yeah.
1: I wanted to get one of those, but the guy told me he's like the rejection rate on these is pretty high. Especially with getting multiple piercings like that just on the surface. Right. You have a high chance of it not working out.
0: Yeah. Because even if you get like a simple anchor, you know, like an anchor piercing, Mm -hmm. even those can reject super easy if you're not like careful with them. And like, you know, you have to like thoroughly clean them religiously. And yeah, they even those can reject super easy.
1: I got my nose pierced almost a year ago and sometimes it still gives me issues like if i don't clean it for like a couple days it's ridiculous
0: yeah it gets the little crusties in there and stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah or if
1: i if i mess with it too much like even if i just like put my hands on it and like i spin it around and my hand oil like goes in where right. the piercing is it gets all like red and pissed off
0: right i just have
1: to not touch it and then it's yeah
0: fine. i i can imagine i can imagine i've only had one piercing in my life and it was in my emo days i had my lip done but I remember Do you still have a divot. Uh yeah. If you look close enough, my beard hair covers it up, but I still have it for Lucky, sure. <laughs> I, have, I still
1: have my divot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. If you look close enough, I I have it. But uh, I remember I was an everyday smoker back then, and they were like, "Look, man, if you if you smoke, you really have to be on top of mm-hmm. using mouthwash, uh so your so yeah. your lip doesn't get infected." And I was like, "Okay, so." By the end of the day, and mind you, I worked at a place where I could smoke in the office. So, I mean, I was smoking at least a half a pack at work. It was disgusting, absolutely disgusting. Just at work. Yeah, at least a half a pack. And my mouth was completely sensitive because all of the mouthwash that I was constantly rinsing it out with. It like was stripping your mouth of everything, stripping my mouth of everything. Yeah. If I had any cavities at that point in my life, they were for sure gone after that lip and piercing. Sterilized.
1: <laughs> oh god. For
0: sure. For sure. Gone. <laughs> I,
1: I had. So I had. Um, I still have one mouth piercing. Mm-hmm. So if you're not watching the video right above your front teeth underneath your top lip is this little piece of skin that connects your lip to your face. I have that pierced. It's called a smiley. I actually um, did not know
0: that. I didn't know really? that it was called a smile. I knew you had that pierced. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've, all, I've noticed that before, but like, I did not know that it was called a smiley. So thank you for yeah, educating so you me see
1: it when you smile. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> um, but I had a Monroe at one point and I remember getting that pierced and mm-hmm. I had to do the same thing when I was younger. I smoked. And I had to mouthwash all the time. And when I would eat, I would eat like at an angle so it wouldn't get <laughs> like up in the piercing, you know? Right. <laughs> and then I did have the one that goes like into your bottom lip and then like comes out the surface of your bottom lip. It's Angel like Kiss. Little, is that what it is? Yeah. I never knew the name. I had
0: an ex who had one. Yeah, Angel Kiss. Okay.
1: That one got really fucking annoying. Because I bite my lips a lot. So I would bite that thing all the time and then I'd right. lose like the ball on it and then it would fall out.
0: And yeah. I didn't oh have my it for that long i I had to move away from like getting like i at one point I had a floating ring which still would like come it would come out of my you know my, my lip every now and then but when I did have like a single like solid ring with a ball that connected the ring oh, that
1: one
0: yeah that oh my god I would lose it all the time so I ended up getting like the horseshoe style and just tightening the crap out of both ends, and that finally. I don't
1: like the horseshoe ones.
0: I just well, I just I liked playing with it, so it was like I don't I don't know. <laughs> oral oral fix or oral piercings are just weird because you get so fixated on them. At least. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I. Don't I know. used
1: to play with my smiley all the time. All now the time. It's, it like doesn't exist to me. It's just been there for so long.
0: Oh really? So you think you like grew out of being fixated on it?
1: I think I like I fidget with it because it's new. Same like I used to play with my ears all the time. At mm. one point, I actually had three gauges in each ear.
0: Um, oh, damn.
1: And I called it a snowman because it went from like a big one to a middle to a, like yeah. a really tiny one. So I would do like a white, white and then a black. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just had like snowmen in my ear. But then I kept <laughs> wanting to make the bottom one bigger. And then they were all crushing each other. So I eventually took out the other ones. Mm. um yeah i used the to struggle a lot <laughs> the,
0: yeah. the struggle of piercings <laughs> oh
1: man i just thought i was so cool because i had three gauges in each ear. i'm like i've seen people with two but do you have
0: three <laughs> and do you have a <laughs> snowman in your ear hello oh,
1: <laughs> yeah that's when i was like young and angsty and just wanted to do anything different oh
0: of course of course we were all there
1: <laughs> yeah but that was also when i got my second tattoo and it was on my face um because I was just like, yeah, you know, whatever. I'm 17. I'm a man. Yeah. I can tattoo my face if I want to. Yeah.
0: I want to know. I want to know like the percentage of kids that are just now turning 18 in in that generation that are just like, yeah, fuck it. I'm just gonna tattoo my hands and tattoo my face and just because I'm young and crazy and whatever. And it's like totally becoming normalized now, even though there are some like. There's some old school tattoo artists and even some, I guess, maybe like middle school, like mid school, not middle school, Mm -hmm. mid school, uh, you know, age tattoo artists that will not tattoo your face or hands unless you have extensive tattooing done elsewhere. So,
1: yeah. So I definitely understand that. Um but I feel like you can find a shop that'll do it anyways.
0: 100%. 100%. I guess maybe what I was leaning towards saying is like, what is what is the word that I'm looking for here? Maybe not respectable, but like there is a, there is like a line that's drawn, I think, in the world of like professional tattooing, I guess, that, you know. I guess artists, if I
1: were a tattoo artist and I met like a 17, 18 year old kid that came in and they're like, all right, I want a tattoo, my first one ever, don't even really have a job, but like somehow have money for it. And I want a tattoo right here. I would do my best to be like, maybe save that for the second one.
0: Yeah. And by the way, she pointed to her cheek. Area. Yeah, to my
1: cheekbone, like to my face. Sorry, yeah. I, sometimes I forget that you can't see me <laughs> on all platforms. On
0: all platforms, um, by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If like I tattooed, well, I didn't do it myself. I went and got five dots above each eyebrow. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I figured out like what I finally was, because my mother didn't know who her father was, so she didn't know what her like ethnicity and heritage were. Sure. Um, And when we finally figured out um, that it was like Inuit, which is native Alaskans, um, they have these like face tattoos for different areas of like where you're from, from like what tribe or region or whatnot. Sure. They're so bundled up that you really only see them from like bridge of nose to forehead. Maybe sometimes the whole face.
0: That makes so so much sense. A lot of
1: them have like like tribal identification tattoos on their face. Yeah, Um, I am missing a part of the tattoo. So it's five dots above each eyebrow and then one line straight across. Um, Mm. Maybe one day I'll do that right now. I'm not in a position in modern society where that's acceptable. Right.
0: But one, I mean, we're is it's so uh, it was so crazy to see the tattoo boom around the time when I was I mean, it literally started right when I turned 18 or or maybe when I was like 17 and a half, that was when like all the big tattoo shows were coming out and just society in general was sort of turning this corner of, of acceptance of tattoos particularly. Um, Mm -hmm. But so I think I came into the game at a good time because I feel like any, like the generation above me, you know, was still like, Oh, you have tattoos. You must be a biker or you must be in a gang. Now it's just like, oh, you have tattoos. That's really cool. Tell me about it's them. Or
1: so normal. It's so, so nor- normal. It's a
0: beautiful thing. It really is. I just want to go it up is. on my on my pedestal real quick here and just say that I'm so happy that it's normalized. Um, because too. we're we're seeing again, like going back to like certain mediums of art. Because we talked about this uh, last last episode about uh my whole urban exploration thing stemming from mm-hmm. photography and yeah. all that and and finding it really cool that that walls in the sit in your city are are the medium but another mm-hmm. medium that's really fucking cool is skin and we yeah. see like you know I mean just they do crazy shit with tattoos it's, nowadays like it's today
1: so, is the best day yes. to get a tattoo in like the art world because yes. it's so good. It's so good. I know yours is, like, a lot of, like, the classic American, but even, like, that is better. You know, like, lines yeah. are cleaner, saturation is better.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, like, you bring in, like, the Neo, they call it, like, Neo style. You know, it's the sort of the updated version of of, of American traditional. But even, like, okay. that stuff um, with its big and boldness to it, I, like, I love it. I mean, I, I still like the, like, real, like sort of like nitty grittiness of true American traditional tattoos, but I think it's really cool when people like bring it to the new, the new style as well. The new school, if you want to, if you want to call it that, you know, it's, it's definitely okay. new school. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, Neo new school, whatever you want to call it, but uh, do uh you
1: only have tattoos in that style.
0: No, 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 no. I just, the, just the one arm, just the one arm has okay. mostly the American traditional stuff, but, uh, I like. Do you have you gravitated towards uh, towards like a specific style ever? I feel like yours is just like a, and then there's nothing wrong with it, but a hodgepodge of styles. I have. I have the same. I have the same.
1: My taste in just about everything is extremely eclectic. Yeah. I just like if I see something and I gravitate towards it, I'm like, all right, this is a part of my life now. Mm. that's just what it is whether it's like a plant a book a movie a tattoo a hair color whatever it is if i if it like piques my interest i'm like we're doing it we're doing it
0: yeah (laughs) i also think for some people too especially if they get tattooed extensively i think maybe like ocd-ness comes into play sometimes because Mm. you know you'll like you'll see people that have to have like every square inch of a sleeve filled in and it has to be all the same style and you know, I have seen that. a set I of colors. Relate, I, I have seen that. Yeah, it's and, you know, I talked to an artist one time who had done a couple tattoos on me at the time and I wanted more from him. But, you mm-hmm. know, we were talking about the future and like maybe some plans, you know, because I mean, what better to think about when you're getting tattooed than more tattoos? <laughs>
1: That's exactly what I did. That's why I'm getting tattooed tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um. But you know, I was like, okay, so I'm thinking about this here and you know this there and he's like, "Yeah, we'll just we'll figure it out. We'll like we'll, you know, I know it's like kind of hodgepodgey right now and it's fine. We can like put some cloud work in there or whatever, like little stars or whatever it may be." Some and yes, yeah, just some filler stuff. And that was the plan for me for a mm-hmm. long time until I was just kind of like, "You know what? I just like respecting these pieces as individual pieces." so so be it you know if you want to hodgepodge different styles and and all that like i say go for it because it's it'd be a crying shame to lock yourself into one style and that not allow you to be tattooed by some really amazing tattoo artists that are out there
1: i agree i agree but this is also coming from somebody so I've done a lot of tattoos myself because at one point I thought that that was like the route I wanted to take. Sure. You know, the whole like path in life thing. It's a spinning compass. You just go wherever. Sure. And at one point for me, I was like, you know what? I really like drawing. I'm pretty creative. Let's do tattoos. It was not for me. Uh, That's not a medium that I am skilled in, nor do I want to do like the whole unpaid internship thing for X amount of years. Yeah. It's a grind. uh, (laughs) Oh, dude. Yeah. And very competitive. Very. Um, So I bought my own kit, bought ink, bought, you know, what local artists told me I should get and just had to go at it. Some of them turned out really good. Some of them not so good. And I just kind of left them as is. Um, But I have some like abstract like poppies and the hollyhocks and like various wildflowers like on my left calf. And... It's like my left leg that has most of my tattoos because I'm right-handed. So it's just like easy canvas. Yeah. (laughs) But I got a doodle bob tattoo not too long ago. And it's mixed in with the flowers. (laughs) And then I also have like, like a molar, like a tooth tattoo next to one of the flowers. So it's very eclectic.
0: I feel like we talked about the Doodle Bob tattoo on 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 the podcast, have we not?
1: At some point, I think so. Yeah, I think
0: so. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It's pretty. Yeah, awesome. my chat voted
1: on it. I was like, hey, I'm yes. getting a tattoo. I'm just feeling it. You guys want to pick it?
0: Yes, yes. I I don't know how I haven't done that for my own stream, because honestly, there there's a tattoo shop at the end of my street. I, I can't
1: handle that.
0: I don't know if it's good. I've never heard of anyone going there. (laughs) I've never heard of it before I moved here, but I think it would be hilarious to do a live stream and be like, all right, guys, you vote on it and we're going to leave voting open for an hour and whoever, whatever gets the most, we're going to, I'm going to take my selfie stick and I'm going to stream me walking down the street into the tattoo shop and just bang it out real quick because, <laughs> you know, it'll probably be like, you know, a 20-minute tattoo if that. But
1: <laughs> yeah, it's mostly like the setup that takes a Exa- while.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It'll it'll probably take more time for the setup than the actual tattoo.
1: <laughs> Would you ever do one of the ones? I've had some friends do this where they have like either like a dartboard or like a wheel or like it's just like a random tattoo. They have like flash art and they're like, all right, spin it. See what you get.
0: I've never done that. I have wanted to do something similar um during Friday the thirteenth, like tattoo specials yeah. that every shop in the in the whole entire country runs. The whole world. Dude, it's yeah. like Black
1: Friday for tattoo people.
0: Yeah, I will the thing is is I'm always working twelve hour shifts on Fridays. I don't get breaks. Like there's no way I could do it unless I like actually planned out, planned out, you know, yeah. in far in advance to do it. Take the day off. Yeah. Or like took a half day or something. But either way, I think that's the only way that I would get something truly flash art because I've, I've had stuff like I have a I have a ship and like an American flag that I got in honor of my grandfather, my late grandfather. Um, okay. But it was based on an earlier piece that was sort of modernized and had its own like small twist on it by the guy that did it. Um. So not okay. true. They just
1: like took a doodle and made it like more original.
0: Yeah, it wasn't like a true like off the wall flash, but it was in. I I cannot remember the traditional tattoo artist name, and I feel really bad because I should remember. What but about, like
1: Sailor Jerry.
0: It wasn't Sailor Jerry, but it was in okay. that in that same vein. Um okay. It was in that same vein. So you know, he like opened up a book and he was like, "So what do you think about it? this one, that one?" And, you know I was like, "That's cool. Like I kind of want to go towards this style, and he's like, "All right, cool." and then like put his own twist on it, so it wasn't I guess it, he you know he wasn't trying to bite on the piece as well, you know what I'm saying, like he wasn't trying to just directly copy the the tattoo, so
1: yeah,
0: yeah, and some I mean people
1: want that that's just not for me, really.
0: Yeah, no, for sure like i I don't think I've ever like found the idea of getting a random tattoo that great. I think if I ever did the live stream thing, it would be like four things that at least I agreed on or or the community and myself had agreed on, right? That would be like potential candidates for the tattoo.
1: Getting a random tattoo I'm cool with, but yeah, when I did the voting, like I chose the four things that they right. could vote on right it wasn't just like hey you guys want me to get something up getting a naked lady on the side of my arm you know right no
0: wasn't Not it even wide open wasn't it chelsea and max um the ones that were like going to tattoo places and just like spinning the wheel or am i just completely they did t-
1: that in texas um i i don't remember if it was a wheel or a dart but they did the the roulette tattoo okay thing, yeah <laughs> I don't
0: remember what it was. <laughs> I'm like I'm I'm like, yo, it's totally cool, it's not for me. It's not for me. I'd end up with something so dumb and I'd end up regretting it.
1: <laughs> I'd just rather go in and just be like, "Hey, you know what I want?" Do you remember in like The 90s Cartoon Network era, those like ants that stole picnics. Can I just get like a line of those? (laughs) Like stealing like a chicken wing or something? That's that's what what I would do.
0: (laughs) I support that. I support that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so random tattoos I'm cool with. Flash art, I mean, there's a time and a place, but it's not for me.
0: Yeah. I guess we should make that distinction. Because I think for me... Getting a random tattoo, I would be more apt to do versus just like throwing a dartboard at a wall of flash art. So do you
1: have a next tattoo idea?
0: I do, but money. What is <laughs> the idea? Money. I want to do a wolf and a bear, um, like close-up of, of faces. Maybe mm-hmm. like maybe the wolf at an angle, maybe the bear straight ahead. But having that and like a nature scene um, kind of encompassing the two the two faces um, and I want to put it on my belly. <laughs> I want to get my belly done.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. But I don't know if there'll be enough. I don't know if there'll be enough room. I got some I got some beer belly happening. So, you know, it
1: depends <laughs> on how big you want either face. I mean, it can definitely yeah. be done. Um, like when the guy who did my chess piece planned it out, he took a picture of me and then he drew like just on his tablet, like where everything would go.
0: Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Because mm-hmm. when I got so my he... chest, it was like he just cut out the paper as the paper was on my chest. It was like, okay. <laughs>
1: nice. Nice.
0: <laughs> I mean, either way works. I think that's like a really cool advanced way, though, that he did. You mm-hmm. know, like that's actually really sick because then you can like really you can get... get it to a body. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually really cool. I enjoy I enjoy shit like that cuz I mean, obviously the the tradition of tattooing is still like intact, but there's like cool mm. technologies that are in place now that make Dude. things easier and cooler.
1: <laughs> I'm so excited for the day where they can just like upload like uh, like a I don't know, picture or something, and then I can just get it, like, laser printed onto me, and it'll be, like, a one minute, like, you know, there's your tattoo.
0: Oh, yeah, like, it would be like, a it would be, like, robot welding, but robot tattooing, almost. It's, like, a
1: cross between, like, a printer. Yeah. Like just a, a regular, like, paper printer and, like, a 3D printer.
0: Yeah. Or,
1: that like, laser be... engraving, maybe, but, like, shallower than what you would do to like wood or metal.
0: How would Something they know, like how would they know where to stop the, I guess maybe if they like powered the laser correctly, so it stopped in the right layer of skin.
1: Yeah, Cause otherwise,
0: I like I don't want to be part of the testing team that fires that bitch up for Shoot the first time.
1: Straight through my arm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No. yeah, no. I'm <laughs> sound like bacon first or something. Yeah.
0: yeah, totally. But I think that's a really rad idea. But I was also thinking so that cool. you were going to go towards the route of uploading a photo and then having a way to um, resize it and then put it to... Like, you know how they, they put um, a stencil. They have the ink mm-hmm. for the stencil. But instead of putting it to a piece of paper and, and putting it to your skin, it digitally puts the ink to your skin as the stencil. So you can just see an idea like right off the bat, instead of having to wait for them to make a stencil. I mean, it wouldn't save that much time, I just think it would be cool.
1: (laughs) I feel like you could maybe get the same result with like a projector.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah, but- have
1: the image projected onto you? The only argument- It would a little distorted.
0: Yeah, you might have a little distortion, and the only other argument that I'd have for that is you couldn't, like, move around and, like, mm. see it at different mm-hmm. angles. But, again, I mean, how much time are you really shaving by, like, making your traditional stencil versus that? I, yeah, I don't know. That's just you what I just thought. You just
1: need the laser printer tattoo, man. Just yeah. skip the whole
0: thing. <laughs> just skip that motherfucker. And you could even make the laser printer tattoo do the stencil first so you can, like, confirm it. And then once you confirm it, it's all systems go. Yeah, see? I guess
1: you could get like a temporary. Yeah, like they have temporary pigment. Like, do you ever see that show, like Ink Master, like Tattoo Showdown, like, um, like that?
0: I've seen a couple of those.
1: I used to watch it a lot, and then it got really hokey. Yeah. Um, but they they did most of that stuff in temporary ink. Because a lot of those are still like learning, like students, like they are not.
0: I didn't know that. Like,
1: yeah, um, I found that out later because there was like a texture challenge, and they were doing uh, like collabs. So you'd have two artists tattooing the the canvas, the person at the same time, but both people were doing different styles on the same piece. So it was mm. of a leopard, and they were doing like fur texture. And one person was doing one style and the other person was doing that style. And together, it looked like pure trash. It looked absolutely horrible. And I'm like, does that person have to fucking just live with that now? Like, it's half her back. Yeah. (laughs) And I looked it up and they used temporary ink and like 99% of that shit.
0: Well, thank you for answering my curiosity about that. Because I had been wondering that for a long time. There's no way I would go on one of those shows if that shit was permanent. No way. No way.
1: I wouldn't just go on one of those shows. No thanks. Yeah. mm
0: -mm, I'm good. Like, I already found them like hokey, like you did. But
1: Mm -hmm.
0: uh, on top of just, I mean, not that I'm opposed to like getting tattooed by anyone that's like in an apprenticeship or anything like that. Um,
1: Oh, no. I've done that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, like my, my, uh, one of my exes who was like heavily into tattoos, she got tattooed by an apprentice who like was just, fresh out of the apprenticeship actually but okay. still fairly new you know i mean he like he had not been tattooing professionally for a lo- for a very long time at the time that he got tat- or she got tattooed by him sure um but it can- i mean it was it was just a it was just a fine tattoo i mean it was totally cool but uh, but i definitely would not go on national television
1: that's that's the problem i would, <laughs> yeah that's the problem i would have i'm okay with getting a tattoo by at this point, just about anybody, sure. but on TV, I don't need everyone to see the choices yeah. I've made in my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Let That's alone, fair. cause
1: they always get like the weird angles of people, you know, they try to make it look mm. like, all right, now wince, make sure it's like, you know, it like, it hurts, you know, something like that. Yeah. You gotta, like exaggerate for the TV and such.
0: Or, or you're the tough guy who's like tattoos don't hurt no (laughs) yeah no no I know listen I know there are people out there that legitimately cannot feel pain and I'm sure getting tattooed is a breeze for them I actually had a story about uh from a from a tattoo artist he's telling me about an older guy who had Mm -hmm. a bunch of like American traditional stuff I'm sure he was probably Navy like just continued his tattoo journey after being in the Navy or whatever just a total like old guy like but like a hardened military person, right? So, like, but anyway, it was him and his wife. I mean, you know, just an old couple that's just kicking it, and they came in to get tattooed by Jake. Uh, that was the artist that told me the story, but uh, he said that he was tattooing his belly—not a huge piece or anything, but like, mm-hmm. you know, a couple like hour or two solid tattoo, and uh, he ended up falling asleep in the chair, just mid tattoo. And he turns to his wife and just kind of gives her like a uh, what do I do kind of look. And she was just like, oh, it happens all the time. It's fine. He's
2: fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess that's a possibility that I did not think about. But also the fact that like he's probably been tattooed so much and has endured so much other pain in his life probably that he's just like, yeah, whatever. Just getting my belly tattooed. No big deal. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Do you have a stomach tattoo?
0: No. No, that's it is the one place so I'm I'm weird. I like to uh I, I want to get tattooed only in places where I can see the piece. So like back pieces, back of the legs, uh butt, all of that is out of the question. We'll never get tattooed R- there.
1: Really? Never? Yep,
0: never. Never will. I'll get my neck and my hands done before I get my back, my butt, or the back of my legs done.
1: I've always been curious about a neck tattoo, but sometimes I'm not a fan because it like makes like your neck almost like non-existent anymore. Okay, so be like a really big like dark piece, you know. That's Even interesting. Have, like, a floating head.
0: That's an interesting take. I uh, yeah. I feel like I feel like I want to get my whole entire neck just blacked out then, <laughs> so I have yeah, a floating so it just blends in with your beard. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> God. But you won't get your butt tattooed.
0: I will not get my butt tattooed. Sorry, mom. Um... <laughs> yeah, no you
1: know butt. Um, so I always talk about like overalls. That's like what a pair of overalls would cover is what I want tattooed. So everything, but like the neck and the arms.
0: Interesting. So what about upper back?
1: Oh yeah. I would love a whole back piece.
0: Okay. Okay. Interesting. I like, I, I just, I love the fact that it's like such an open flat canvas but mm-hmm. the fact that I can't see it all the time or like see the process being done, it's kind of weirds me out, I don't know. I get like a little anxious about it.
1: <laughs> I mean, seeing it being done doesn't really bother me, but if you just want to look at it, I mean, just look in the mirror, I guess. Just look I at mean... more. <laughs> Get out of the shower. I mean, oh, it's looking pretty good today. Well, no, then, you know. I mean
0: honestly, if I were to do, if if, it, if at any 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 point I would change my mind, I would do a traditional Japanese full entire back and butt, the whole the whole thing. Like if like I'm gonna, dragon. yeah, if I'm gonna do it, I'm I'm doing it big. Like it's it's all or nothing. If I do my back and my butt, and it would be yeah, it'd be full full Japanese traditional.
1: I feel like getting my butt like shaded would tickle.
0: Oh, 100%. 100%. It would be
1: hard to not like <laughs> clench or something, you know, you got to like leave it like relaxed and tattooable.
0: <laughs> you know, one time I was getting tattooed and they were playing like this. It's a, uh, it's called Touchtone terrorist. It was the guys that did crank anchors. Do you remember that show?
1: Oh my God. Yeah. Comedy
0: central so that yeah. show before they before they were cra- oh yeah before they were crank anchors they were touchstone terrorists and they were playing this whole entire album over the spe- you know over the speakers in the shop and yeah. I'm dying laughing getting one of my best tattoos that I've ever gotten in my life at the time and mm-hmm. my my artist was just like dude you have to stand still I'm like dude this shit is hilarious I'm sorry like I'm trying <laughs> my heart is oh, not man. to laugh right now <laughs> What Also, yeah, I, I was going to yeah. ask you, do you prefer the artist to not talk to you or to talk to you? Because that is a weird thing between artist and, and client.
1: So my personal preference is I like to talk. I'm just a person who likes to have a conversation. Sure. Um, there what, if, are...
0: what if they don't initiate conversation first, though? Do you initiate first?
1: I try to sometimes um, like when I got my my chest piece, there would be times where either he's really focused or mm. like I'm in a fuckload of pain mm. where like we'd both be quiet for a little bit. But then it would like yes. go back to like, all right, let's just do some some light shading over here and get away yeah. from that part. That's bleeding a lot. Yeah. You know. <laughs>
2: yep. Yep.
1: Oh, man. That last <laughs> session was brutal. I've never been tattooed that long or on that big of an area before so mm. it was four sessions total the first one was just outline and then you know it progressed mm-hmm. um but the first through the third session was just um like three to five hours um and the last session was eight hours
2: oof yeah so,
1: That was a lot. That was a lot. I had to bring like food and snacks and sugar and just like things to keep my body going. Exactly. Because getting a tattoo is essentially just getting like a trauma on your body. Like your body is trying to heal. It wants to scab. It's putting out all these gross juices. You're bleeding. At one point, you know, like I started feeling this like really cold because all of like the blood is rushing to that area. Right. Around like hour seven, like my body was just like shivering and shaking. And I was just like, are we done yet? <laughs> but I was um I was already in Georgia and I had to fly back to Nevada to get like the last session done. So he was like, This is gonna be a long day, but I'm gonna make sure you don't have to fly back. And I was like, All right, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, good for you for being committed, first of all, to flying back to get the last session. I
1: couldn't not. I but couldn't not.
0: Also good. Kudos to you for sticking it out for that long of a session. How much were you sweating? My butt sweats a lot when I get that tat- dude, when I get tattooed for that extended period.
1: I mean, like, <laughs> I'm just a sweaty person in general. I feel like I'm just, like, constantly sweating. But, yeah, I brought deodorant. I brought, like, an extra yes. pair of socks and underwear because, like, yeah, dude, you get, like, swamp ass. My back was sweating because I was just laying on this, like, big table thing for so long. And I was just like,
0: oh, my yeah. God. You're like, this what this this what uh, feeling like a corpse feels like, you know, you're just <laughs> oh dude dude on the slab, you know? <laughs> yeah,
1: and since so this is like a, a weird bit, but since um we had already moved away from Reno, I kept I strategically planned all of this. So I was like, all right, well, my my last session for this tattoo was on this date. Let's just say like the fifth. So I'm gonna make sure our lease on this apartment doesn't end until the day after when i leave um so i had a place to stay you know so i stayed in our empty apartment and i slept on the floor um after i got this eight hour chess piece tattoo but i came back and all i wanted to do was shower all i wanted to do was shower but i didn't have any soap or a towel or a shower curtain or hot water (laughs) because our utilities were shut off um so i took a freezing like two minute shower with <laughs> um i think like baby wipes that i got from like oh. like <laughs>
2: oh my and god
1: then, yeah i didn't have any actual like soap um <laughs> so i couldn't bring like much with me i didn't want to like check a bag or whatever or i couldn't even have a carry-on i had a personal item hmm. which is like a purse or a yeah. tiny backpack
0: right right
1: yeah so <laughs> It was rough. And then I had to get oh, on a plane no. the next day. Dude, the first thing I did when I got to the airport, I was like, I got through TSA. I got like 20 minutes till we bored. I'm getting a beer. Like, yeah, I just need some sugar and some alcohol to just like numb this. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever had Tegaderm on a tattoo?
0: No, but you were the first person to tell me about that stuff.
1: A godsend. Yeah. But there, there is a con taking it off.
0: Well that's tell tell everyone what it what it is. It's a new technology. It's one of the new technologies that are really what's really cool in the tattoo world.
1: Yeah. It's newer for tattoos, but it's been around for a while for burn victims.
0: Mm, okay. Um,
1: so when you basically have you know, like a tattoo or something that's happened to your skin that's just surface level, it's not like a gash or something. You can put this, it's like a plastic sheeting um called Tagoderm, and it's made out of like very specific, like synthetic things i can't tell you exactly what it is because i'll probably get it wrong (laughs) um but you can stick it over that and it essentially like seals it so that your body like it puts it sounds gross but it puts off your its juices to heal that area like your body just wants to do that but if it's not covered that turns into a scab or it like sloughs off or you clean it off yeah the natural
0: what the natural process of the body is
1: yeah, it puts out like plasma essentially. It's like a clear, yellowish kind of fluid. Yeah. Um. So if you put that over a tattoo, you can pretty much skip the whole um, like scabbing over itchy, shitty phase that you would have with a tattoo. Mm, we've all
0: because been because you'd
1: have to worry about like, <laughs> all right, now moisture, now not too damp, now moisture, now you know whatever. Um. So I just wore that. You wear it for like two or three days. And all of, like, the plasma builds up inside of this tegaderm, And then after about a day or so, your body, like, reabsorbs it. And then mm. you just feel so much fucking better. And then around day, like, three or four, you take it off. That's the shitty part. Because it is basically, like, ripping off duct tape. Ooh. Um, it's easier when you're, like, in the shower and you have, like, hot water and you can get, like, the, the film to be, like, a little stretchier. Yeah. And then you, you pull down, like you ever had like a nose strip or something, you pull it down, not straight off your face, because that will just it's
0: so much worse. Right, right.
1: Um, but it every tattoo that I've had that has used Tegaderm has healed beautifully, mm. beautifully. I haven't had any pigment lift out or any, you know, like over like scarring or things like that. Cause you know, sometimes like an area will like inflame after it's tattooed. And then that becomes like a little like blown out or fuzzy or
0: whatever. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look into that. I I want to get a tattoo just to use that.
1: <laughs> you can because buy it at like Walmart and CVS. That's amazing.
0: Expensive. Well, I mean, I would have I would have to assume that it's expensive because I feel like that technology did actually stem from actual like burn victim technology, mm-hmm. and it just 100%. became available in the commercial, you know, or not. Well, yeah, I guess technically for commercial use, but yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's so that's super cool. I want to get a tattoo just to use it because I remember when I first started getting tattooed, it was like vitamin A and D lotion, which is like for minor burns. That you would buy yeah. from whatever, like a corner store. That um, shit
1: sucks, too. It smells weird, it's, and it's dude, like really it's, thick.
0: It's real thick, yeah. That's the problem a lot of people had with it. And then they like, mm-hmm. they finally went to like, um, what was A&D. It was A&D and then regular non-scented lotion was the regiment for me back when I first started. And then okay. it just became into, like, it molded into Aquaphor, which is like a more advanced style of lotion, I guess. I don't know exactly what Aquaphor is. I'm not going to act like I know. <laughs> um but Something then
1: everyone just tells you to get
0: Yep, exactly. And then now Aquaphor onto well, I there was a couple other like,
1: like companies. Tattoo yeah, right Tattoo
0: in. Goo and like a couple other things that were probably similar to Aquaphor, but I feel like mm-hmm. the the Tegaderm, that's like that's next level. That's that's 100% next level and I can't wait to use it.
1: <laughs> We've got some thunder going on. Oh. Um, yeah, but I still do like my tattoo aftercare after like the tegaderm comes off. I wash it like 2 to 3 times a day. Mm. Um I was working outside at the time, so I was sweating Ooh, all day long. Yeah. Um so I had to wash it 3 times a day and he would give me this little like microbial soap um which is like medical grade soap pretty much so it Okay. It, better than like antibacterial yeah um, in the sense that it just gets it like before it even becomes a bacteria
0: and you still weren't letting direct water hit it right or were you after after, yeah after the tegaderm were you Um, letting like direct water run over it after the tegaderm
1: I would let it run over it so like I would have like the shower head towards my back not but it wouldn't
0: yeah it wouldn't directly be hitting is what I'm saying I guess yeah right oh that would hurt well not only would it hurt but like I've always been told not to do that, not to let water directly hit. So, like, whenever, whenever like, I clean a tattoo, mm-hmm. you know, I'll just, like, gently rub water over it, you know, and then like kind of, like, rinse it by, like, you know, taking little hand scoops and, like, you know, just being, like, it would be like a bird cleaning a little chiclet, you know, like. Right. All <laughs> delicate and such. Right. Yeah
1: yeah no i totally agree but i do use unscented lotion i've okay. had other things like aquaphor like tattoo goo like h2ocean yeah d you know all that stuff i just it feels a little like gimmicky obviously a and d is an actual medicine for a purpose and yeah. it's just repurposed
0: yeah absolutely um,
1: tattoo goo and h2ocean aquaphor are like more geared towards tattoos i think
0: mm, i agree um
1: or at least everyone tells you to get these things right. Really like unscented lotion without petroleum in it is like what has worked best for me.
0: Yeah. It's, it's so interesting to hear everybody's like take on what the aftercare is because I've heard everything under the sun, including no bullshit. And this was from a tattoo artist himself. Mm -hmm. He said that he uses nothing. He goes, he tells me this. He's like, what does the body naturally do if you get essentially a, a burn? A tattoo is essentially a burn on your, on your, in a certain layer of skin. He's mm-hmm. like, what does your body naturally do? It, it'll heal itself, it'll scab and it'll heal itself. I'm like, you have a point, but you want to like facilitate that healing as much as possible because you're trying to preserve a piece of art that's in that layer of skin. Right, yeah. like you don't just so, want to like.
1: I don't no, know. It's not the method for me. He, I do. I've met a couple people. They call it dry healing. They don't use it yeah moisture or anything. Yeah, dry
0: healing, whatever you want to call it, natural healing. I mean,
1: yeah, for me, like when I heal, when I get a burn, when I get a scrape, whatever, I scar. Sure. But I feel like my tattoo would be like a little discolored or one hundred percent warped a little bit. It wouldn't work for me.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree. I, I like and and he he's the one that did the uh the one for my for my late grandfather, the the yes. ship and the and the American flag. But of course, I did not take his advice. Um <laughs> I used my Aquaphor and non-scented lotion uh regimen and it turned out fine.
1: <laughs> Aquaphor, I feel like since I think there is petroleum in Aquaphor and I would like, let's, let's say you had, like, an arm tattoo. You put Aquaphor on. You put your shirt on. Then you'd have, like, a like a, a stain on your yeah,
0: shirt. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely does happen.
1: Yeah, mm. I didn't like that that aspect of it because it's not easy to wash out. Either. It's not.
0: Yeah, no. Needless to say, like, fortunately, I have a lot of black shirts, so it was fine. But, yeah, there were a couple <laughs> times where I wore, like, a lighter color shirt. And, like, yeah, especially when I had my chest done. Oh, my God. Like, it was just so easy for that to... You know, you can't really avoid contact with your chest, you know? Yeah.
1: Was there any part like of your chest like region wise that was like worse than the other?
0: Oh one hundred percent I tell people on the sternum. Um, my artist That wasn't bad for me. Jake, Jake was like, Look, man, because like I had my last name and like a banner, and like the outline was Mm -hmm. fine, no big deal. But when he went to shade in the letters on the third session, he was like, You're Mm -hmm. just gonna want to punch me in the face after this. And I was like, Really? I'm like, it's not been that bad so far. Like, I mean, just I would say like normal level of tattoo pain. But that was next level, like clenching my fist excessive butt sweat <laughs> like <laughs> oh, <laughs> gritting geez. my gritting my teeth like oh yeah. like honestly it was like it should have been one of those like uh scenes from like an old movie where they go to like amputate somebody and they put like a piece of wood in, yeah, yeah, yeah in your mouth <laughs> and, like give you a shot of whiskey beforehand because that's what i needed whenever he did Uh, (laughs) whenever he did that shading, yeah, it was gnarly. What about, so did you ever consider any part of yours to be super painful? Oh,
1: definitely. Um, but for me, it wasn't the sternum. He warned me about the sternum Mm. and that was honestly just like a breeze. I was just Mm. like the rest of it. Well, good. (laughs) For me, what really sucked was I have these leaves and there's pictures on Twitter and in my channel discord, but I have these leaves that curve like just until like the cusp of my armpit so that like there's that really soft meat right where your armpit starts that has and i always refer to it has never done anything in its life very true never had a cut or a scrape or even releasing the sun it's never done anything and it's been tattooed and ooh. Ooh, I like I was watering up in the eyes, and I was just like, "Just be brave, you know." Just, <laughs> yeah. And it was on both sides. So he's like, "All right, now we got to do the left one." I'm like, can we just like wait a minute? You, know? <laughs> you just did that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I towards I uh, the soft meat.
0: I know what you're talking about because I've had my inner arms done where it gets real close to that that fleshy, mm. you know, armpit uh, style. But I don't. Yeah. I didn't have anything too far on my chest, fortunately. That was really crazy. It was like more outline and stuff on the on the very ends. But that sternum, oh it was it was tough. It was tough.
1: I've heard <laughs> that hands are the worst. Like it like palms especially oh those man, tattoos. I'm
0: sure. Because not only is it sensitive, but it's also just bone most of the time. You know, unless it's you're like just a, bone, you know. There's
1: like a bajillion nerve ending. And then it depending on like your hand, like it could be callus. So yeah. Then you really got like pack that shit yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. I don't, I don't know about that. But <laughs> I mean, there is this like little prime real estate right there, like underneath your thumb, that little like chicken nugget.
0: Like, uh-huh. I feel like
1: that could take it.
0: Um, yeah.
1: Like where like yeah. your thumb connects like towards your wrist, there's like that little, like a little chicken nugget right there. Yeah. I feel like that could take a tattoo maybe.
0: For sure. For sure. Yeah. I know. Definitely I wouldn't want to that. look at it all the time though. All <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, well, we, we're, we're already at an hour, which is nuts. Ooh, we, could, we could definitely talk about this a lot longer. Maybe we'll do a Tattoo Part 2 podcast in the future, but it was, it was fun right. tonight.
1: <laughs> it was. Thank you guys so much for listening and hanging out. We do these every single Wednesday. We're already at episode 22, which is nuts. These go up on YouTube, on Spotify, anywhere that you can find podcasts. Please like and subscribe and we will see you again next week.
0: Indeed. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye,
1: guys.